Welcome to the Wesleyan Podcast, bringing you news and financial tips for doctors, dentists, teachers and lawyers. And now, here's your host. Hello, I'm Neil Whelan, PR Manager at Wesleyan and welcome to the Wesleyan Podcast. I'm joined today by Wesleyan's Corporate Responsibility Officer, Jessica Wilkes-Reading. Say hello, Jess. Hi, Neil. Jess, for those people who haven't encountered you already, tell me what your role here is. So I'm Corporate Responsibility Officer and that means I look after all of our uh, community projects. So I help to manage our Charity of the Year partnership, encourage our staff to do volunteering, um, help with our environment policy and the main bit of my job is looking after the Wesleyan Foundation. So this is going to be a dreadful piece of radio but... um, (laughs) Tell us what you're holding here today, because you're very proud of that, aren't you? I am. So we were honoured to have been awarded the Contribution to the Community Award from the Birmingham Post. Um, we spent uh, the last four years supporting Birmingham Children's Hospital, and we were the the sole funder of the Magnolia House, um, which is over in the Children's Hospital. And that is the first palliative care centre of excellence in the UK. And we're so, so incredibly proud of that partnership, and to have that recognised by something like... a the Birmingham Post, it's very prestigious in the business community, um, just really is the, the cherry on the cake of an absolutely fantastic year. So if you want to see what that award looks like, you'll find pictures of Jess for the award on Twitter and Facebook, and you can also go on the Birmingham Post website, there's a whole gallery of pictures from the award night as well. So Jess, you're taking over the reins of the podcast for the next couple of episodes, aren't you? So what would you be talking about? So talking about the amazing work of the Wesleyan Foundation. So yes, part one, I'm joined by Tina Costello, who's the Chief Executive of Heart of England Community Foundation. They look after the majority of our foundation money, but she'll also be talking about some of the projects that we funded across the UK and also giving us a bit of an insight into what the Community Foundation does. Um, my background is, is charity work, but I've never really worked with a foundation before. Um, and, and not with anybody like Tina. Um, so I'm sure you'll hear that she's got a, a fantastic personality and, and really sort of oozes loads of energy about what the foundation does. And then part two, I'm joined by Ben Rafiki, who is an amazing guy, um, really, really inspirational, and he works with Servar Brummies. So they were one of the first groups to receive a grant from the foundation, uh, a couple of thousand pounds, which doesn't sound a lot, but actually it's life-changing for them. Yes, the conversation with Ben is a good one and really, really fascinating insights to what happens with homeless charities in the city. So join us for the next episode for that one. But in the meantime, let's hear Tina and Jess in conversation. Hi, Tina. Hi, Jess. <laughs> it's lovely to have you here. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. My pleasure. So please can you tell me all about Heart of England and you? So I'm the Chief Exec of the Heart of England Community Foundation. I've been at the charity for 11 years. We were established in 1995 and we were established originally for Coventry and Warwickshire. In 2013, we extended our geographical area to encompass Birmingham, Black Country and Solihull. In our 22 years of being a charity, we've distributed £14 million locally to a range of community organisations. We hold investments of just under £10 million. Those investments are there as a legacy. So in 100 years' time, when clearly I won't be running the Heart of Union <laughs> Community Foundation, that legacy still remains for local communities across the West Midlands area. Tell me about how Wesleyan and you started working together and then what the future looks like. 
We recognised at the charity that the majority of our board members were from the business community of Coventry and Warwickshire. What we really needed was somebody that was Birmingham-centric, that knew the area. So we couldn't have been more delighted to get Sir Dominic Cabri, former chairman and chief exec of Cabri's, um, Dominic managed to arrange a meeting with Brian Jackson, the chair of Wesleyan, and Liz McKenzie. Um, we had an initial meeting and they were telling us about the fantastic things that Wesleyan have done, particularly around Magnolia House at Birmingham Children's Hospital, as one of many of, of your initiatives. We talked about what we do, and what we do is distribute funding on behalf of others because we have the reach into the local communities. Um, both Liz and Brian seemed quite keen on this idea and said they would get back to me. I left there feeling hopeful um, <laughs> that that would happen and, and it did and the partnership was established and launched in April of this year. And since April then, how has our money been distributed, not just here but across the whole of the UK and the impact that it's been making? It's absolutely, it, it's just outstanding. Bearing in mind this fund was launched in June Already, 46 local projects across the UK have been supported, totalling nearly £296,000, and there are 7,000 people set to benefit. I think that's a huge achievement in such a relatively short space of time. I think it does also show that funding available for the voluntary sector has been reduced so dramatically. I cannot tell you how brilliant this fund is for the voluntary sector. We're really proud of our foundation and I've seen firsthand some of the projects that we funded. You know, I've been out to Ecotherapy in Lamington Spa, we went out to Riding for the Disabled, um, loads of other amazing projects doing really, really worthwhile causes. So our foundation, we, we only fund certain projects, so can you tell us a little bit more about the criteria that we have? I think it's really important when you set up a grant programme that there is a clear criteria. What we want to avoid is organisations who are predominantly voluntary-led filling out application forms and just not meeting the criteria. So having set criteria has been fantastic. So Wesleyan are looking at projects that look at health-related. It could be art therapy. It could be projects that help people with mental health, um, social support, local solutions to meet local needs. What we look for are projects where organisations know what's going on on the ground, they know what the issues are, and most importantly, they know how to find solutions to those educational charities and projects and innovation projects that create change that resonate with the core professions of Wesleyan mm. Assurance. I think the great thing about this fund we run as a foundation over 32 different grants programs some of them are really small and this is our largest. I think what's really fantastic about this is that you offer a tiered approach not all organisations need a lot of money. So having a choice of what you go for, which entail decides on the, the length of the application form has been brilliant. So grants up to £2,000 and then grants from £2,000 to £10,000. And what's been lovely is um, we've worked really closely together and the applications come through and I sit there in the office and go, oh, guys, guys, we've got to fund this one. This one's absolutely gorgeous. So one of the ones that we've funded in Leeds is... Um, creating a fitness DVD for the elderly who can't leave their homes, which 
sits in social, it sits in health, health. but it's also the innovation part as well. And, yeah. you know, we would really welcome some more innovation projects. So anything around technology or apps or mobile technology that can really help people is something that we're really, really looking forward to um, expanding more about in, in the sort of next round of funding next year. I also think for us, it's the fact that you're you're spreading this this money and you're spreading it locally across the UK so it enables us to work with our sister foundations across the UK such as Yorkshire, Leicester, Wales and even as far up to Scotland you are actually really making a difference. Yeah the the Scotland applications there was one there that was um, helping people who um, were in in sort of um, therapeutic care to help them with um, sort of drug and alcohol addiction and they've got uh, they've opened up a recycling project where they're taking old furniture they're upcycling it and it's giving the people a sense and a purpose and actually getting them back on that road to recovery and back into employment and you know I'm I'm a a big hearted girl and every time I read these projects it's really hard to, to, to say no and we've we haven't said no to many at all because the the work that Heart of England have done in that filtering and and using our application forms with these groups, and you know these groups, yes. it's been fantastic because they've come to us and we've all gone, these are such a great fit for us. So it's so, amazing. And I also think the real benefit to working with Wesleyan is that, as you've alluded to, we are very much working together on this. We have representatives, we have you, Jess, on the external grant-making panel, and I think that gives you an idea of what other funders are also supporting mm-hmm. and gives you an opportunity to look at all of the applications that are going to our external panels and it's been brilliant and we do know just that generally you would like to fund everything if you could <laughs> I'm working on that yes. for next year yes, yes. <laughs> don't quote me <laughs> so Tina what does 2018 look like then for us 2018 looks bright uh, and bigger um From the heart of England's point of view, we're absolutely delighted. And as I've already said, money is tight out there. So organisations need need donors, particularly corporate donors like Wesleyan. You're doing an amazing job. So thank you for giving us the opportunity to deliver this funding with you. It's amazing the work that you're doing. Thank you. It is genuinely one of the the best parts of my job is being able to look at applications and and fund them. Having been a fundraiser and now a grant giver, it's gives such a sense of purpose and it's it's everything that Wesleyan stands for. And I think as you go out and visit the organisations you get a real feel of how thankful they are for what sometimes can be relative small amounts of money but they're doing great things with it. Yeah, hearing first hand um, when speaking to service users at these groups to say oh you're the lady from Wesleyan, you've, you've, you've made our group um, so happy because we're now able to carry on for a whole another year it means I can keep coming every week for another year that means so much to people it just it just really fills you with so much pride that to know that a business like ours is doing that and staff here have really sort of taken the foundation to their heart as well and you know in the next round of funding hopefully we've got some applications from groups that our staff are involved in as well oh that's absolutely fabulous thank you thanks Tina and that's our show for this week Thank you, Tina and Jess. Jess, where can people find out more about the Wesleyan Foundation? So if you go to wesleyan.co.uk forward slash foundation, you can learn more about the foundation, the charities we've supported, and find out how to apply for grants, but also learn a bit more about the the voting element of the foundation as well. And if people have got any questions in the meantime? Please leave them in the comments section or send them to foundation at wesleyan.co.uk or follow us on Twitter at wesleyancr. Great, thank you very much. You can also find out more about Wesleyan generally on Twitter, at Wesleyan, 
And you can also search for us on Facebook and LinkedIn. And if you haven't already, you can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes so you won't miss any future episodes. So until next time, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.